Good morning. Come on into my world, Steffi's world. I am Steffi Cosby. It is 8.44 a.m. on a Throwback Thursday. I hope all is well wherever you are in the world. Woke up. Torrential rainstorm this morning. Downpour. Supposed to be hot and humid today. Maybe a scattered shower. I don't know what the title of this particular broadcast is going to be. And it's going to be a hosh posh of things. No particular topic. But I was thinking and the craziness this morning. Call me crazy. Just walk with me for a minute. But do you think if we calm down, turn the temp of our action and our tempers down, turn the volume down of what we're saying and what we're putting out there, do you think things weather-wise will calm down? I know my dad used to say, you can't control God or that's Mother Nature. I know and I do believe in climate change. But things to me, this is just me, this may not apply to you, feel off, out of control. Just a thought. Right now, tropical depression number four is forming out there in the Caribbean. The Gulf of Mexico and all waters are very warm. Four o'clock yesterday morning, torrential rain. Probably after midnight last night, torrential rain. Between five and six this morning, torrential rain. Last week, as flooding and a tornado cut through Pensacola. Tulsa, Oklahoma had a storm that has left them with no power. The word declaration is defined as a formal or explicit announcement or statement. I want to talk about that and I want to talk about the importance of a declaration. When there is a disaster or an emergency, your local officials are going to activate. The governor needs to declare state of emergency or natural disaster. And then I believe in one of them, the president has to make a declaration. 
But most of the time, once the governor makes, things can be put into place. And things like, if it's declared, especially in natural disasters, FEMA can go ahead and get involved. The Red Cross can go ahead and step in. Um, It's special things that happen during that time that can go forth, but it has to be declared. Tulsa, Oklahoma has been without power since the storms last week. Their governor is in Paris. The lieutenant governor was out of the state and the third in line had to make the declaration. He didn't even know that he was acting governor pretty much during that time. But because of that lapse in time, the people have been without power for nearly a week. That's unacceptable. Right now, in Pensacola, and I keep talking about because I want to bring awareness to the situation. The news is writing fluff pieces. They want to talk about how many women and children were moved to one particular shelter because the shelter they were in was flooded. Okay, that's all well and good. But did you displace the men that was at that shelter? That was the men's shelter for Pensacola. Were they there or did you displace them? Um, because there was no declaration. FEMA's not on the ground. Um, certain things like emergency food stamps. been activated and other things that happen and like I said um, to me tornado damage should not be treated any different than what they do in the event of a hurricane there were not multiple shelters open things that was open temporarily I'm hearing through the grapevine have already been shut down now mind you this happened last Thursday night And now I want to discuss what I found about Forest Creek Apartments, which was the apartment complex where a number of rescues, I think over 100, I believe it was 147 people had to be rescued or evacuated out of there. The water came up to the second floor. This is not the first time, and I need to get my notes for this. Because I want to show you how things play out and what happens when they think no one is paying attention. I've heard that Forest Creek Apartments flooded when Hurricane Sally hit, which I believe were a couple of years ago. But that's not the end of it. Those residents were evacuated. And yesterday it was said that they have been placed 
and the higher the people who would consider high risk are either in um other apartments or staying with friends and family which i'm gonna tell you have a hard time believing that because i've heard the stories so you mean to tell me that you help accommodate every person because that's that's the lie that you put out that's 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 the lie that you roll with they claim that they're going to find the people housing I would like nowhere I mean now you have the buildings and the structures to do it and you also had these same buildings and structures that you could have went ahead and did emergency shelters I was hearing and out of the mouths of Joel Osteen back when um, a uh, storm was headed towards his church and he would not open as a shelter. He was saying that a lot goes into that and has to be logistics. I don't understand what uh, logistically does the city have in place for the event that something like this happened. You activate and you set up a shelter. I understand that the National Guard was not there because there was no declaration to help you run it. But this is where I don't understand. And I'm going to lean on um, local churches. Where are you? Where are you? During the hurricane, supplies was bought to churches over there. I know that for sure because it was people that left from this area. People who have been affected by the flood are going to need things to help clean up their houses. It was more tornado damage than you know about. I've talked to people who told me they have trees in their house, on their roofs. Or the tornado came through and just ripped off their roof. So what happens then? Getting back to Forest Creek Apartments, did a little digging yesterday, and this is what I found out. 2014, Forest Creek Apartments flooded. Escambia County applied for a federal grant to purchase, demolish, and relocate the residents. This was back in 2014. The grant expired in 2019. So five years they wasted to do what they needed to do after the flood in 2014. The grant expired. Another company, management, whatever, came in and bought it. Escambia County offered to purchase for $11.9 million and was rejected. So they let this management company come in. This happened in 2019. And here we are in 2023. And the apartments have flooded again. And I'm telling you, Hurricane Sally, they, which they did not even mention, was at least two years ago. And that ripped through Pensacola. I don't think it was a direct hit. I think they got the remnants, but the remnants still was bad. I think. But this is what's been going on at Forest Creek Apartments. And this 
lines up with the story that I was told this has happened before. I'm hearing that the location that is in, which I don't know exactly where it is, um, there's not the proper drainage system around it, so the water has nowhere to go. So when you get a lot of rain um, dumped in there, it's almost like a bowl effect. It's just going to rise because it has nowhere to go. Also, majority of the people over there, it is low-income federal housing where you need a voucher. So this is what you're doing to low-income people that are already struggling. This is what you do. These people should have priority on your housing list. People do not need to go back in that particular apartment complex. Because it's not going to be good. And yet, you're going to put them back over there. And no telling them what's going to happen. We are looking at a very active hurricane season. I can tell you that right now. It's four storms being watched right now. Two are named Britt and Cindy. This is what happens. And it's going to continue to happen. And then to add insult to injury, you have your agency. And I'm going to go ahead and call it out. Red Cross is not stepping up. Red Cross is telling people to call a number. And they're doing that more and more. Then why are you taking donations? Because the last thing at the news article that I read was and to donate. And there's a link. I'm telling you, do not click the link. Do not donate to any large organizations the money or gift cards or whatever need to be to the people you need to find a way to get it to the people if you have family over there I'm telling you you need to help your family directly this is for the public I don't care how bad you're struggling I don't care what's going on if you have people there in the surrounding areas and you can get there, you need to have a plan where if something happens, can I go there? Because, see, people were sitting back waiting. Where's FEMA? Where's FEMA? Where's FEMA? FEMA's not coming. FEMA's not on the ground. They're not there. Not going to happen. People, I need a hotel voucher. Guess what? They're not available there. If there are organizations that's doing it, it's not out for everybody to know. You hear stuff, and around this time, you hear a lot of misinformation. Red Cross was on the scene of the apartments the other day, and I could hear a conversation where they was packing up leaving. It was almost like they was getting out of Dodge. I would advise anybody, the first thing I would do is lean on the apartment complex and find out what what are they doing for the residents if I'm a resident. What's the next step? I also would lean on social services if I have an active case with them. 
I also would go and put myself on the housing list. And I would also be looking at the city of Pensacola and Escambia as the county. And I would be at those meetings. And the the residents need to band together and be at those meetings and ask them basically what the hell. Because see, yesterday the mayor just talked about infrastructure and money for this and money for that. It's too late for all of that. Yes, please do. But it's too late for all of that. People are hurting. And it's not just the people. I use Forest Creek Apartments because of what has happened to those residents over there. But it is people in homes. And I'm going to tell you. You have got to carry homeowner's insurance. There is something in there what allows you to take care of basic needs. And if you have homeowner's insurance, they could basically cut you a check and it at least get you through and be able to tide you over. I always get it wrong. I want to call it ALE. But um, it's something to that effect that is connected with your homeowner's insurance. If something happens, you will have your insurance adjuster coming out. You have to carry. So many people don't. And I know it's something that we pay on and we use and it seems useless until you need it. So you've got to get homeowner's insurance. Because I don't know what to tell you if you don't have a homeowner's insurance. There are not a lot of organizations with saying, hey, we're out here doing roof repair and this, that, and other. And what's going to happen now, the vultures are going to come in. And we dealt with that during Hurricane Michaels. And by vultures, I mean people who are going to take advantage of you and do shoddy work. If not, do the work. And you're going to be desperate enough to pay them up front. And you're going to be financially harmed. I can tell you that right now. And more depressing news. It is looking very dismal for the crew that is on the submarine. I'm hearing as of 6 a.m. They probably ran out of oxygen. But JB reporting on WFLA News. So I'm on YouTube. He was saying if that timeline is correct. Hadn't been found. No communication. The Canadian um, have sent an ROV, I think it is, to the bottom of the sea. So I don't know what's going to happen. As soon as I wrap with this, I'm going to turn um, the TV back on. And in the other news, if you watch The Tiger King and you remember Bhagavan Doc Antle, Well, he's been convicted of wildlife trafficking in Virginia. So I'm quite sure Joe Exotic is laughing behind bars today that uh, Don Antle, Bhagavan. And it's so weird that this has happened because I just watched the Tiger King again. Sometimes I need train wreck-ish in my life. So I just watched the Tiger King here recently again. And I always sit there and I'm like, what did I just watch? And I do it anyway. So that's all what's happening um, so far on this uh, throwback um, Thursday. 
right now i don't even want to clip through those youtube streets because enough happened yesterday and then like i said with all this weather related stuff it's just nothing uh to talk about i will however uh you will see another podcast of me if I can get it up and out today about what's happening here locally in my city regarding a fire assessment tax. They had a workshop the other night and some things um, I found out as they say, I learned something. I learned something. Um, somebody talked to me about the heavy stuff that I watch and the stuff that I saturate my mind with. And one reason that I was sitting there watching a boring uh, meeting was because I have to know stuff. And like I said, I didn't understand what the assessment was about. I knew people was in an uproar um, over it. And I know that a close friend of mine talked to me about what she dealt with. And she went to one of the earlier meetings and she told me what was headed, what was said and how it was pushed through. She know how it, got, it came to be. So I was watching that. So I'm going to come back. And I do those to kind of put things out to the community. Right now we're dealing with things as a community. We have a new mayor in office and we have a, a couple of new commission meetings. And it was already a news story that gone out and said that this was his campaign promise to get rid of this. And now he's walking it back and it's just like, please don't start that. We put you in, we can vote you out. That's my motto, and that's my thinking nowadays with politicians. You're not going to play in our faces. At least you're not going to play in mine. On that note, if you want to connect with me, you can find me on the platform that seems to think that sis is a slur. Sis, I'll say it again. Let me say it one more time for the people in the back. Sis, they think that is a slur. Um, I'm at Cosby, C-O-S-B-E-E. If you find yourself stopped by the police, try to make it home safely and out of that stop alive. If you still masking, mask up and it goes over your mouth and over your nose. Try your best. And I have to always pause here and think about it. Try your best to love one another. That's what is one of our biggest problems. We don't love one another. And I say that as the people are struggling west of me. We don't love one another. I don't have the means to get over there. I would love to organize something to give away and do something. I don't know how to start it. I don't know how to who to partner with. I don't even have a car to jump into to do it. But I would want to do it. Your neighbors don't love one another. Something was suggested yesterday. Come together communally. If the city's not going to do it, you guys band to do it. Now's the time to barter. Hey, I can get them limbs off the house if you can help me with X, Y, and Z. Does anybody in your uh, family do this, this, and this? But we don't even want to talk to one another. Think about what I said. Say what needs to be said. Do what needs to be done. And try to fix what you can while you're here. Till the next time. Peace.